Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Mondo. Hey, guys, this is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. Yeah, 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 you know what it is. It's the It Boy, one half of the All Night Express, Rhett Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino, and when I want to listen to a great wrestling podcast, well, I'll listen to my own, but if I really want to listen to a great wrestling podcast, I listen to ROH Cast right here on ROHworld.com. Let's get it, baby. Hello everyone, welcome to a very special episode of our Cast. it's episode number 45. My name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com. Um, unfortunately, it's only me and John this week, he's known as Podcast's Worst Nightmare, making a rare appearance on the show. What do you mean, unfortunately, only me and you? I'm the star <laughs> of this show. <laughs> well, for once, you're not actually, because we're about to be joined by a a uh, more known guest, shall we say, a very special guest. Uh, Davey Richards will be joining us uh, momentarily. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this special interview and uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'm here with John as usual and uh, we're joined by a very special guest. He's a former Ring of Honor World Champion, the American Wolf, Davey Richards is here. Uh, Davey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. No problem, thanks for joining us. Um, I suppose we might as well start with the questions and uh, sort of we haven't really seen you in a Ring of Honor ring since Best in the World. I mean, why have you decided to take some time off from Ring of Honor? Um... I took time on just because I was between last year, between my title run and the New Japan schedule when I was going to Japan and back to United States, just one show the back. I just got really, really burnt out and um, I just needed to kind of take some time and mm. finally do some, yeah, take some, take some baby time and just uh, train and just kind of go at my own leisure. And I wanted to do some, uh, I wanted to go wrestle in uh, Puerto Rico, which I'm doing. I'm, going to spend all of August in England and train the snake pit and stuff like that. So it's doing the thing I want to do to come back fresh and kind of reinvigorate it, which uh, it's mm. working to it. I can't wait to come back. I mean, uh, do you have sort of a plan of when you'll come back? Yeah. Uh, I don't want the cat out of the bag, but you just uh, keep your eyes for you. You, you. you never know when I'm going to pop up when <laughs> I do that. You want to be talking about it. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, we've got a question here from our forum. Jackalope3 wants... Uh, he basically says that after the stipulation at Best in the World, you you can't go for the title anymore. I mean, what are your plans in Ring of Honor when you do come back? Uh, you know, having a Ring of Honor title was a great experience, um, but it made me realize that I'm not really a person where wearing, like, the belt is really important to me. Like, I'm not worried about, like, getting a bigger paycheck which involves having the belt or being over. I'm only concerned about being better. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need the belt before to be having great matches and, and be uh, having a match that people were paying to see, you know what I mean? So, like, you know, like, the guy holding the belt now, you know, is, is a great character and he can cut awesome promos, but as far as I'm concerned, no one touches me in the ring and that's what I'm most concerned with. So, uh, as far as becoming champion again, uh, it's not really a concern. My concern is, you know, reminding everyone that, you know, I'm, I'm the best in-ring wrestler there is. Mm. 
Uh, we've got a question here from 187 Joeism. He says, what do you think of the behavior of Kyle O'Reilly against Tony Kazina at the uh, recent Milwaukee show? And also to go along with that, the, the promo he did sort of directly at you at Best in the World, where he said he's going to stab you in the eye, I think is what he said. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, this, this was, I saw this coming a long time ago. It's to be expected. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, as, as a competitor, as an athlete, you know, the, what we saw happen with Eddie, hmm. you now we see happen with Kyle, where it's tough to, it's tough to live in someone's shadow, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I always consider them equals, but, you know, as Eddie had to try his hand at me, and now Kyle tries, you know I mean? Try they might, but fail they will. So, I mean, as far as him attacking Tony, you know, it's, uh, you know, t- Tony's an honest, trusting guy, and that kind of leads to him. You know, he doesn't see the, he doesn't, he doesn't want to see how the, uh, the dark side of people. And uh, you know, he didn't want to believe what was going on with Eddie. And now Kyle thinks he's gonna, you know, run, uh, run, you know, run wild all over me. But you know, I'll be, you know, quick to come back and put him in his place. And you know, then who knows? We'll, we'll see how Kyle really wants it or not, because you know, he won't be riding my coattails anymore. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out how tough he is. So, uh, Davey, about a year ago is when you became champion, and I know you just said that it's all about putting on the best matches that you possibly can and becoming better. But what was it like to finally yeah. win the belt? Um, for me, winning a belt was, a, was a, a really personal thing, just a lot of closure to a lot of personal issues I've been going through as far as, you know, everything I'd lost and was this wrestling thing, you know, was I going to have something to show for it? And uh, so as far as me being champion, I never looked at it as like, oh, man, I'm champion now. I'm the man. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get all the attention and things like that. It was still business as usual. You know, I wrestled. They told me to wrestle. I had the best matches I possibly could. And, you know, and it was the same as before I was a champion. Um, you know, same as now when I'm after I've lost the belt. You know what I mean? So it's it, winning the belt was a person, was a, a milestone personally, but professionally, it's, to me, it's, like I said, it's always about being the best wrestler. And you had some great matches as champion, and you continue to do so. But what were some of your favorite matches and moments while you held the belt? Uh, I really enjoyed the match with Michael Elgin. I really enjoyed the match with Adam Cole. Um, you know, Ring of Honor was in a transitional period at that time, so I didn't have as many singles matches. But you know, like, as I would have liked, but you know, I, I don't, I don't book the shows. Yeah, you know I mean. And, uh, you know, I know it's kind of thing that's come under fire, but you know, it's, it's terms between my title reign and like Kevin Steen. I mean, that's. And it's fantastic you can on the belt, you know, 20 times a night, but it's, it's always going to be a quality or quantity thing. I feel like you can even touch the quality even in one of my matches. And I, in my eyes, nowhere near my title reign. But, I mean, yeah, God bless. But, you know, I, I would have liked to defend it more, but the title reign or title test I did have, whether it be the three-way showdown the sun or say night versus Elgin or Adam Cole or, or the match versus Roger. Even the match I had in Spain, which nobody saw, versus Tommy M, which was, uh, was a great match. Uh, you know, I put my 100% effort into, the, into those matches, and they all turned out, you know, at least in my opinion, extremely well. Mm. And you mentioned your matches with uh, Adam Cole and Michael Elgin as, as being up there on your title reign. And uh, do you see them two as the future of Ring of Honor, and who else would you say is going to be the ones that carry Ring of Honor into the next five years or so? Uh, yeah, I definitely think Michael Elgin. I think definitely Adam Cole. I think those are obvious choices. Um I would say it's it's hard to tell, man. I mean, like, I mean, there's there's so many there's so many teams where I've seen or so many talent that I've seen like other places and give the ability to shine a little bit more. Like, uh, Cleese Coleman and Cedric Alexander, they're 
great tag team. You know what I mean? But they haven't really been an opportunity at Great Lar, but when they are, when they finally are going to actually, they're really going to blow people's minds. And even someone like T.J. Perkins, who we've seen for years, like, I've wrestled this guy, like, in Japan and in Europe and stuff, and I can say right now, this guy is freaking awesome. It's people, you know, I've seen him for years. Uh, you know, it's why he's scraping, you know, scraping the surface as to what he can do. Mm. But as far as new stars, I mean, I, I think when given the ball, I think Tomas is really going to, you know, go into a big star. But I, honestly, the big stars in Ring of Honor, I think, aren't even in Ring of Honor right now. You know, guys like Kyle Matthews, and uh, I have a student named Darren Dean who's just getting better and better and better and making all right sacrifices. I think the guys who are going to be the stars are not even in Ring of Honor yet. It's just, uh, they're going to come in there and make a huge impact if people, uh, people remember their name. Hmm. And you mentioned some of the people you think could come in Ring of Honor and make a huge impact. Is there any You've wrestled all over the world. Is there anybody you've wrestled in the past year or so that you think would make a huge impact in Ring of Honor? Um, I mean, I mean, definitely Kyle Matthews from the UK. Definitely Jack Gallagher. Um, let me see. Uh, Chip Day is great. These guys are all great. Who else, Tony? Uh, Nick, yeah, uh, Chase Owens from the Tennessee area is great. Um, Nick Rubick from the California area. Um, uh, I'm sorry, the Chicago area. Shane Hollister is fantastic. Um, all these guys are just great. Yeah, Corey Hollis is great, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys, and they're just really coming up, man. And, um, yeah, I definitely think Kyle Matthews is, has like everything it takes to like, just be a huge player immediately in Rain Water. So, uh, going back to your uh, title reign, um, how was it transitioning from teaming with Eddie Edwards to having the heated rivalry with him? Um, it was. As far as wrestling was concerned, as far as wrestling was concerned, it, it was not hard because we both wrestle the same style, and we like to just kind of let our wrestling do the talking, and you know, go out there and put on good athletic wrestling. But as far as uh, not tagging anymore, I mean, by far and away, my funnest time I ever had in wrestling was tagging with Eddie, and just to know that was coming, and was uh, I think was a uh, no one wanted to say it because we didn't want to sp- you know you know spoil it for each other, but it was. You know, definitely not a hard pill to swallow. We we knew we were going to miss tagging with each other because that was, you know, something that's really clicked. I think American Wolves stood for a ring of honor, you know, stood for which is just, you know, shut up and wrestle. And do you see yourself ever reuniting the American Wolves? Absolutely. Do you, do you know when that might be, or do you have to, is it wait and see? Uh, I, I, I do, but I can't say. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> And uh, but, Marcus, yeah, I, have, I absolutely see us. I absolutely see us reuniting, and uh, we won't be doing before, which really just dominating the wrestling scene. But uh, sooner rather than later, I'll say that. Well, I'm for one really looking forward to seeing that. Isn't there a tag team yeah, tournament? You, you isn't, and there, me isn't there a tag tournament that's going on? There's a few spots open in that. Yeah, um, I won't be in the country during that tournament, oh. but, uh, you know, I mean, basically the way me and Eddie look at it, Eddie's going to be gone in Japan all of September. Like, we'll let these guys have their fun, and then <laughs> pretty much uh, crash whatever party it is and win the tournament. Awesome. And we have another forum question. This is from Marcus, and he wants to know, were you happy with the build-up to Final Battle 2011, and uh, how did you feel with your match with Eddie at that show? Uh, I love the buildup. Uh, the match was tough because we were both sick, really, really bad. That's why it was really, it was really slow. And um, 
Eddie was hurt. I'm sorry. Eddie was hurt. No, I was hurt. Eddie was sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like, you know, our best in the world match, we weren't, and then our match on TV, you know, they were all great match, our TV title match. We always had great matches, and we wanted so badly to, but we just got, we just, the timing as far as our health could not have been worse. But, you know, I mean, we went out there and we fought with everything we had, and, you know, and um, we can't really ask for much more than that. Uh, with one of your uh, other big rivals during your title reign was Roderick Strong. We have a question here from Dougie Fresh 605 He says, even though you and Roderick Strong have great chemistry, I've heard that you both hate each other in real life. Is this accurate? Yeah, uh, more or less. Me, me, I, don't, I don't get along with Roderick. He didn't get along with me. And, um, you know, it's uh, it goes back to no remorse four days and then, uh, you know, there's, we don't we, we don't need to air you know all the dirty laundry. Yeah. But uh, we we've never been friends. We're never gonna be friends. And uh, you know, he steps in the ring. You know, we, we we're both good at what we do, and uh, we're both professionals. But uh, outside the ring, uh, you, you you won't find us going to the bar on Saturday night. Hmm. And um, we've got uh, now sort of transitioning to sort of the end of your reign. It's sort of noticed that the fans started to turn on you, and this is almost a tradition in Ring of Honor. I mean. Why do you think this happens, and when did you notice the fans started, you know, changing their opinion towards you? Uh, well, to be honest, I mean, if, if we're gonna ever do this harm percent legit, the reason the fans turn on me is because it was planned they would turn on me because Kevin Steen couldn't get over it without, you know, he he had to use me to get over it. Or he, I had to be the catalyst, which uh, you know, I won the, the title just being an honest guy who told a story and, and fought hard. And all of a sudden, I was I was Cornette's golden boy, or I was Cornette's champion or whatever, which is, I mean, if you go make interviews, I was never Cornette. I was never in Camp Cornette. I was never, you know, in any of that stuff. Mm. But, uh, you know, Kevin, you know, Kevin had to get over the expense of someone, and that was me. And that's fine, because, you know, I mean, if it's good for the company, the fans like it. Uh, and then B, I, I've always preferred, you know, uh, you know, playing the role of the villain anyway. It's fine. I mean, it's much more natural to me. Mm. Just because I'm... I'm I don't know. I guess I, I can't really find an answer way to say it. I don't really give a shit what people think. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I've always believed. You know, I've, I was taught, and I believe he's just wrestling the way I want to wrestle. And uh, you know, and now at the end of the day, in my wrestling career, I can look back and say I did what I believed in. But uh, as far as him turning on me, I'm like that's that's the way wrestling fans are. You know, what I mean, and Kevin C, he's he's Stone Cold Steve Austin. He wants to go and tell the boss and give him the finger and. Mm. You know, and that's cool. I mean, you know, God bless. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the bottom line is I love the guy, you know, but he, he, he's a paper champion. You know, he'll be forgotten as quickly as he was, you know, revered for his, you know, telling the boss to screw off. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, as I've always said, you know, this whole shock rock thing he's pulling is great in the short run, but this company, Ring of Honor, from our first champion <clears throat> on through, you know, uh, Samoa Joe, Brian Danielson, James Gibson, Austin Aries, CM Punk, you know, da 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 on and on and on, has been built on the backs of real wrestlers who could get in there and do the work. You know, people are just now watching WWE and TNA and seeing these guys becoming, you know, big TV star champions and realizing, mm-hmm. wow, these guys are incredible. It's like, well, yeah, that's when the they learned that craft and cut their teeth and was appreciated by, you know, the best fans in the world was Ring of Honor. It's always been built on the backs of wrestlers, you know, Nigel McGinnis, you know what I mean? Hmm. I, I guess I mean, we could sit here and discuss how great these guys are. But we all know it because this company. Don't get me wrong, man. I, I don't want to make any bones about it. Kevin Steen is great at what he does. He, he is absolutely tremendous. The guy could talk circles around me any day of the week. He can play a character. He can cut a promo, and he can create excitement for his matches. And he can take a beating like like the Lord Jesus himself. <laughs> but you know, 
but it, it, but at the end of the day, you're, you're not you're not a wrestler. You're not a wrestler. This is shock rock. And I understand, man. Some idea of shot in the arm to get things rocking and rolling. By all means, man. You know, whatever the people want to see, God bless it, man. Because you guys are paying your hard-earned money, and I respect that. Mm. But that 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 is not you. You're it's it's a temporary thing. You're a paper champion, and you, and once this whole thing is over with, keep it going because you need. If you don't know how to wrestle, you're not going to make it very far in Ring of Honor. You know, I'm not saying you might not go somewhere else, but in Ring of Honor, you wrestle, and if you can't, you're not going to last. I mean, uh, it looks like your sort of rivalry rivalry with uh, Steen is over for now. I mean, how do you feel about it overall? How do you think it went? My rivalry with Steam. Yeah. Um, it, it was it, it it was it was good in the sense that you know it really helped Ring of Honor create a desperately needed new star. Um, it, it sucked out to be at the expense of me because I you know I I got lumped into being something that just simply wasn't true, which as far as like me like I'm Cornette's golden boy, like he's he's Uncle Cornette, you know, and or all that kind of crap. Uh, uh, but you know, I mean, I mean, basically, the, the bottom line is the Payne fan, in my opinion. You know, and the Payne fan enjoyed it, and they enjoyed him, and they enjoyed him winning. So, I mean, like, is it, it, tough to let a guy beat me who who wouldn't lie, who, you know, doesn't know a double leg from a double quarter pounder? Well, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, it, it, it's a hard pill to swallow. But at the end of the day, you know, I mean, if, if people are paying their money, that's what they want to see. That you know, I want to do a try by them because they don't want to try by me. But as far as him out wrestling me any day of the week, he's, well, I mean, come on. Let's just, let's just use common sense here. Okay. Come on. This guy wouldn't last 20. So this guy, yeah. All right. He gets his pants on the way to the ring. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, it, it is what it is, man. And, uh, the, the fans are digging in. They like it's a rock and roll. So and you said that you feel like you're kind of, uh, lumped in with camp cornet. Uh, how did that come about, and do you think it was beneficial to you or the company in any way? Uh, no, it was completely it was completely brought up by Kevin Steen. You know I mean, uh, it so was completely brought up by Kevin Steen, and then the whole MMA thing. Like, I've I've never done. I've never I've never once saying I was. I never once remember saying I was ever an MMA fighter. Um, so all this crap, you know. Uh, I, I mean, last, 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 I mean, we're talking about my my credibility as believing in pro wrestling. I mean, I'm doing what I'm the best wrestler in the world, and I say that not because I'm trying to be arrogant or because I'm trying to or something. Company puts it on a T-shirt or puts it on a television screen. I'm the best wrestler in the world because I'm doing wrestling the way it should have been done, and which is why I'm in the back of a car right now, traveling ten hours to go wrestle. I'll drive to Atlanta, Georgia tonight to wrestle, and then. I'll fly to Chicago tomorrow, wrestle, and drive back to Atlanta, wrestle again. And then I'll go out to England for two weeks. I've lived in Japanese dojos. I've gone to Puerto Rico. I've gone all over the country. I've gone all over the world, I'm sorry. You know, I've done all these different things uh, to, to, to make myself be the best. You know what I mean? No matter where I go. I mean, ask. Ask Cornet. Ask the office guys. Why are you so pissed off with David? He's always freaking late. Where's he at? He's at the goddamn gym training. He should be able to do promos. <laughs> my job is not to get over. My job is to get better. You know, and I'll never forget what Brian Danielson told me in the Noah Dojo, my first Japan tour. He's a professional wrestler's job is to be the best athlete. Same thing Billy Robinson told me, same thing Jim Ross told me, all the guys I like, same thing Orndor told me when I got, you know, when I got trained. Mm. So, you know, it, as far as, you know, as far as, like, you know, uh, me being lumped in a can cornet, you know, that's, that's what he had to use because he knew he couldn't get in the ring and wrestle. Like, I built my name off the truth which was about my life, and getting there and just shutting up and just wrestling, whether it be a match with Tyler Black, Michael Elgin, match with Brian Danielson, 
tag and all the tag matches me and Eddie, the singles match between me and Eddie, all these other matches, you know. Mm. It's it's been you know I'm, not, I'm I'm I'll say it again, hundred uh, percent. You know I'm not the most skilled guy out there. There's a lot of other guys that have more skill than me. You know, but my ability is to outwork everyone. Cause that's what a professional wrestler does. That's what the fans deserve. Is someone who's going to work effort or you know tirelessly to to improve improve their craft. You know, so it's like the whole camp and everything was made up by Kevin. This whole you know I want to be I want to be MMA fighter. If I want to do MMA, I would do MMA. Yes, I do train Brazilian Jiu Jitsu every day and kickboxing to make me a better wrestler. You know, I seem to remember Brian Danielson does it on TV, and CM Punk does it on TV, and, well, they make quite a bit of money off of it, because that's what real athletes do. They train to get better, you know what I mean? Like, And in my opinion, for the people who pay their money to see me, they deserve to you know, see someone who takes their job seriously and trains hard. You know, I, it's, it's fantastic. Tennessee can fall through ladders, you know, and set himself on fire, and he worships the devil, and he's a little kids, and, hey, man, God bless, man. But... First off, you know, you, you can't get it done in the ring. You're not getting the pain fan with, with it paid for. It. So, you know, the whole thing of me being a camp corner and the man grab was completely just made up by Kevin Steen to get himself over it, which it works. So, hey, successful thing. I'll get my hat to that. So, God bless. <laughs> I'm going off. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, at the beginning of your title reign, it was kind of when uh, Sinclair Broadcast, Broadcast Group was taking over. And uh, how was... How has uh, the SBG takeover kind of changing of honor over the past year compared to where how it was before? Oh, uh, it, it's definitely bigger. It's definitely you know bigger and like uh, I mean the first year I mean the first year was I mean pretty much it was just kind of like it was kind of everyone trying to piece it together from the from from the boys in the back to the office to the TV production. I mean like you know what I mean like, yeah they pissed a lot of people off and we pissed a lot of people off because I mean to be honest man no one really knew what the hell they were doing. <laughs> um, with the exception of probably Cornet, you know what I mean? But it's, I mean, like, you know, you, you're not going to go in there and just, you know, crack out home runs, you know, your first time at bat. It's going to take time, man, which I really think everything's coming together now. And, uh, you know, it's only going to lead to good things, you know what I mean? Because you got guys that are motivated, you got a company that's motivated, and, um, you know, everyone wants to succeed. So, yeah, it was a rocky start, but it was to be expected, and I think it's going to get better and better and better. Hey, Jim, you know? And uh, from the forum, Montana wants to know, uh, what can Ring of Honor do to gain more exposure in the future that they are, aren't already doing? Um, I, I mean, I, see, man, like, I, look, I'm a wrestler, man, and I get hit in the head a lot. So, I mean, <laughs> I, my, my opinion, which I really emphasize my opinion on this, is that Ring of Honor can stop trying to do you know, these crazy, wacky angles and these crazy, wacky characters and go back to what it was known for, what made it and what kept it alive, which is good wrestling, which is, you know, just put two guys in the ring, give them a reason to wrestle and just let them wrestle, mm. you know, but that's my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to, you know, I'm always going to stand by what I believe in and what I believe in is just good, solid wrestling. Now, that may not be the general consensus and I'll be the first to admit that, but, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's, it needs to go back to what it was and promote what it can do better than anyone else, which is wrestling. And, uh, here's a here's a question from at uh, Lady Catherine Twenty Nine off Twitter, and this is kind of going back to uh, it was going, kind of going way back about the pure title, and uh, you had a pure title, pure, not a pure title match, but a pure wrestling match with Christopher Daniels last year or two years ago, I believe. And uh, yeah. she just wants to know: Do you think the pure title should be brought back? First off, I'll start by saying that pure title match kissed my ass. I damn near killed myself in that shooting star. 
I will also say that was the last time you'll ever see Bill Dr. ever trying to shoot his dog. I never <laughs> killed myself. I never got cut in half. Uh, th- that being said, yeah, no, I think the pure title is a great idea. However, it would be kind of hard to explain it, in my opinion, to to the people just watching at home, mm. because you know everything now, it's TV in general, I even wrestling, just TV in general, it's just crash, boom, bang. You know, you want you want to you know flip the channel and you know see chicks fighting or you know or you know people on fire and it's getting it's that's the time to understand what the pure title's about. Mm. Me personally, I loved it, man. But you know, I, I I'm not enough of an income source to pay everyone's bills, so it might not be a good idea, in my opinion, for the uh, for the general public. Yeah. And you talk about the rules of the pure title. There's the match at best in the world between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly had the hybrid fighting rules. Do you think it's a, kind of a similar situation there with the amount of rules kind of in the match might might be taken away? Yeah, from- I thought that. I mean. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a uh, tell Kyle went to shit on him and damn near killed him. Uh, it, I, I I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, I thought it was kind of the same, maybe a more updated version, maybe a little bit easier to get. And uh, mm. yeah, I thought that was great. And I, I mean, dude, you, in my in my opinion, you're never gonna go wrong with just pure wrestling. But uh, you know, kind of got to do what the general public wants too. So my opinion it was great. I don't think Kyle needed to go Iron Mike Tyson on him, but apparently <laughs> it worked out. So God bless them both. Um, you know, you're a regular, as you said earlier, you've wrestled all over the world and uh, you regularly wrestle in Japan. I mean, what are the main differences between wrestling in Ring of Honor and, you know, wrestling in Japan? Um, well, Japan's obviously a bigger country. Or, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, it's not, obviously not a bigger country. <laughs> it's a bigger <laughs> company, a new fam. And, uh, you know, it's just like over there, you know, it's, like, it's, it's all the guys over there are legitimate athletes. You they want why these guys are such great wrestlers because you can't just walk in into a wrestling ring and and and, and just because they all want to be a wrestler, you get to earn your right. Like mm-hmm. you look at these guys' backgrounds; they're all accomplished amateur wrestlers or like judo guys or you know martial artists or, or anything, and train hard, man, which is why it's so respected over there. And I just, you know, so they do good business over there, and they just, uh, you know, it's it's because they have that public respect, whereas a lot of pro wrestling now, unfortunately, as great as these athletes are, I think we're just starting to kind of get respect back with guys like Brian and Punk and Austin kind of leading the charge, and people on TV going, wow, these guys are real gym athletes, and it's like, you know, I know that, and you guys as hardcore fans know that, but general public, man, I mean, like, you know, it's, look, man, it is what it is, man, you know, I can I can flip on TNA, and I can see Austin, and I got a wrestler, okay, mm. I flip on WWE, I see Brian Danielson, I see Tim Punk, man, those guys are wrestlers, I don't watch that. You know, this is the age of UFC. I flip on Ultimate Fighter, boom. You know, unfortunately, I flip on Ring of Honor, which is supposed to be the most athletic wrestling there is. I see a fat guy in basketball shorts, only wrestling, <laughs> changing the channel. And uh, at the end of the day, man, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, that's, that's people I've seen. Hey, I've seen you on TV. Oh, what? Who's that guy? I thought, yeah, you know, who's that guy on TV holding the belt? That guy's not a wrestler. And it's like, you know, yeah, I, I know I'm probably rubbing people the wrong way, but, you know, I always want to get people honesty and. Mm. That's the way I feel about it, man. Like it's it's, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be real wrestling. I'm always going to go back to that. Mm. I mean, do you have any plans to, uh, you know, return to Japan soon? No, I'm actually um, because last year was such a debacle. I'm actually taking some, uh, an extended leave of absence mm. um, from Japan. Personally, no one wanted me to go in September for a whole month, but right now I'm really just concentrating on being in Ring of Honor or coming back to Ring of Honor, and you know being the best Ring of Honor, because I just got completely burnt out mm. uh, last year between all the Japan trips and Ring of Honor and everything, and I want to just to devote my full attention and energy into Ring of Honor. Mm. 
Um, one of sort of the the biggest news pieces in Ring of Honor the past two weeks was the sort of Kenny King situation. I, I don't know if you want to share any thoughts or opinions on that whole uh, situation. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, uh, I mean, do you, what, what I mean, what is it from your perspective? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of rumors online, but as someone who's actually you know there in the company, I mean, what's your take on the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I found out the same time everyone else did when I heard he was on TV and, um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's really, it's really none of my business, but you know, it's, uh, I, I understand from his point of view, cause he has a daughter, you know, and he had a future family. I get that. But mm. if, if you tell someone you're going to do something, then, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's good to kind of own up to those things, but man, there's, there's always, there's always gray area, you know what I mean? And like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm positive thinking like, oh, I'm going to screw these guys over. Yeah. Screw these guys. Ha ha ha. You know, I'm sure, you know, he thought he was going to do the right thing. And it, when push comes to show, they offer him a better deal. and could do his best for his family. Mm-hmm. It sucks. To, you know, I don't think Ring of Honor did anything wrong. You know, they felt like well, this guy's going to be with us. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a, it's a rock and a hard place in my opinion. And I don't want to take sides because I don't know the whole story and it's none of my business anyways, but mm-hmm. You know, Ring of Honor will survive, will go on, and will we'll grow. And Kenny King, will, he's a fantastic wrestler. He'll go on and, you know, he'll prosper. So, I mean, you know, it's, things are going to happen when they're meant to happen. So it's meant to happen. Mm. There have been rumors online that I've seen that you'll re- be uh, retiring by the end of uh, next year. Or is there any kind of truth to those rumors? Yeah, you know, next year, I, uh, next year, uh, well, no, it's my last year. And professional wrestling, um, and not because someone pissed me off or I'm taking my ball and going home. Um, you know, I, I I I put a lot of time and effort into getting you know my degree and everything. That's something I want to look into. And you know, I've done everything I can do in Ring of Honor, and I enjoy it so much there. But you know, there comes a time when the people are getting sick of seeing David. They want to see new stars, and you know, I don't have any. I'm not uh, really cut out for life on the road, and as you know, needed by WWE and things like that. So I'm not going to work in Japan full time. So, um, yeah, I just want to go and have a great last year and have a lot of fun and, you know, leave the place with some memorable matches and, you know, stand back and let the new guys, you know, do what they, they, they came to do, which is shine. That's the way it should be. You know, I don't want to take time away from anyone or take spots away from everyone. There's only so many spots available and it's time for the new stars to move up. Uh, you just said that you're not really said that you're not really cut out for life on the road, and it's been widely rumored that you turned down a WWE deal in the past. Uh, is that the reason yeah. why? Yeah, and that's 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 the only reason why because I mean their wrestlers they're fantastic. I enjoy their product. It's just um, it's not for me. It's not fair to go and take a spot from you know take a spot in FCW when I really don't want to be there, and that takes a spot away from someone who that's their dream because I know deep down. I'm not going to be able to handle that kind of road schedule. It's just, it just, I don't, I don't have it in me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a homebody. I've always had, man, I get homesick really, really easy. And, you know, so it's like, it's not fair for me to go online. People I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll accept this contract deep down knowing that my heart isn't fully in it. Hmm. And we have a question from Steven, one of the co-owners of the site who unfortunately couldn't make it today. Uh, you just want to know, is there anything else you want to achieve in wrestling before you retire? Um, I'd like to have one more tag title run with Eddie. Yeah, like just um, I just want to be the best, man. I just want to be the best until my last match. Mm. You know, that's 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 
always has been since the first day I entered professional wrestling. The last day is just to go out and be the best. And I want to you know, end on top. I don't want to be so bad. It's like broken down and not caring anymore. And you know, not able to cut it in the ring. I want to go out there and do what I do and mm. do better than anyone else. I mean, uh, you said that last year and uh, next year will be your final year in wrestling. I mean, if you could pick your, you know, your last opponent for your final match, I mean, is there anyone in particular you'd like that to be against? Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, God, you know, I, you know, you could ask me seven different days and you get seven different answers. Um, uh, Man, I, I honestly couldn't tell you at this point, man. You know, <laughs> I, I would like it to be a tag with Eddie. Mm. Um, but as far as opponents, I, I couldn't. Uh, I don't think I can tell you right now. I, I, I couldn't think of it right now. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe me and Eddie versus like Super Dragon and someone else. Kind of just kind of kind of kind of high points and milestones of my career with different promotions. That'd be great. But uh, mm. I mean, I, I, I can. Yeah, I'll. Ask when I'm almost done, then I'll be able to tell you better. Right now, there's 500 million names coming to my mind. I can't pick one. Mm. Well, uh, that's uh, sort of the last of the questions we've got. Thank you for uh, taking the time to come and speak with us today. No, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And, you, you know, your site's great. And thank you. I appreciate what you guys do trying to spread the word of Ring of Honor, man. It's really appreciated. I think you guys do a great job of it. Thank you. I mean, uh, it, how can fans get in touch with you? I mean, you recently left Twitter. Do you have a website or anything like that? Uh, just Facebook. It's just my real name, Wesley Richards. And, uh, you know, if anyone's out there looking to train, me and Tony Casina and Kyle Riley opened up a school in St. Louis, Missouri, and there's housing available. They can come out and live with us and train and get on the road with us. We're traveling across the country on any given weekend and now even during the week. So, uh, yeah, just the, the, my Facebook, and um, you can contact Tony and, on Tony Casina's Facebook. And, um, Tony, you're on Twitter, aren't you? I don't understand these goddamn things. I can't. I can't respond half the time. I got off that damn thing. I can't spell right half the time anyways either. So, <laughs> what's your Twitter thing? TT Casino One. Yeah. If you want to talk to me, Twitter Tony. He'll tell me about it. We live together. Awesome. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, good luck with the you know your final year in wrestling. All right, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care. And you. Thank you. Thank you. You too.